Today is Monday, September 19th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. Queen Elizabeth II is being laid to rest today in London. There will be several events today, with the funeral being held at Westminster Abbey and concluding with a private burial service at Windsor. The proceedings will be attended by the who's who of world leaders, Biden, Justin Trudeau, and Jacinda Ardern, to name a few. And the country will observe two minutes of silence at the end of the funeral ceremony. Over the past week of official public mourning, hundreds of thousands of Brits have waited in lines up to eight hours in the queue to pay respects to the Queen and view her coffin, which has been on display 24 hours a day. Even David Beckham was spotted in the queue, and I have about a thousand questions for whoever stood in front and behind him for the equivalent of a corporate workday. The queue will end this morning before the funeral, which has been declared a public holiday. I have a feeling Donald Trump went into the weekend feeling pretty good, after federal judge Aileen Cannon not only granted his request for a special master to review the documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago, but picked one of his two preferred candidates. The special master is Judge Raymond Deary, who the DOJ also agreed would be an acceptable candidate, and he has been given access to all 11,000 documents that were seized by the FBI and has wasted no time in beginning to review them. Judge Deary is a 78-year-old semi-retired judge from New York who was nominated by Reagan and has ruled in significant cases involving the FISA court, Al-Qaeda, the mob, and an expensive piece of jewelry that was gifted to Sarah Ferguson by none other than Queen Elizabeth that was stolen by a baggage handler at JFK Airport. So at least he has some experience with stolen government goods. Judge Cannon granted Deary until November 30th to complete the review. By all means, move at a glacial pace and he is tasked with filtering out materials that potentially involve attorney-client confidentiality or the executive privilege that's afforded to presidents. Unfortunately for Trump, Cannon also ordered that Trump pay for the full cost of the review. Deary has already scheduled a preliminary conference for tomorrow, and lawyers on both sides were invited to submit their proposed agenda items by tonight. If Trump's lawyers' proposed items are anything like his administration's agenda, I think we can expect several time blocks of executive time. Two more quick Trumpy things. His former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, has reportedly complied with the DOJ in their January 6th probe, making him the highest ranking Trump official to have responded to a subpoena. Meadows reportedly turned over the same materials and documents that he had to the January 6th House Committee, including texts from between Election Day 2020 and Biden's inauguration, though he withheld hundreds of messages, citing executive privilege. Like a guy cheating on his girlfriend who lets her go through his entire phone, except the text with the other woman. One more Trump-adjacent story. New testimony from a former White House aide has revealed that Florida man Matt Gates sought a preemptive pardon in 2020 in the sex trafficking probe that the DOJ is currently conducting into his behavior. As a refresher, because we talk about a ridiculous number of investigations here, the DOJ inquiry into Gates is allegedly exploring whether he paid for women to travel across state lines to have sex, and if he had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old. The investigation was opened in 2020 with the sign-off of Attorney General Bill Barr. The aide who revealed that Gates had very casually asked for help getting a pardon, Johnny McEntee, revealed this information while testifying to the January 6th committee, though he could not recall if the conversation occurred before or after January 6th. 
This is what we call a crime crossover. Category 1 storm Hurricane Fiona hit Puerto Rico yesterday, leaving the island of 1.5 million people entirely without power. Officials have promised that this won't be a repeat of Hurricane Maria, which left some residents without power for months. President Biden approved an emergency declaration for Puerto Rico, freeing up federal resources to help the storm recovery. Fiona is the first major Atlantic hurricane of the season and is expected to make landfall in the Dominican Republic next. In addition to a vote on same-sex marriage legislation that Congress abandoned last week, Senate Democrats also announced that they won't be voting on the bill that bans members of Congress from trading stocks. This is despite the fact that Nancy Pelosi recently said that the House would vote on it later this month, though it's unclear if that vote will still go forward. I'm sure it will be very motivating for these politicians who just won re-election to pass legislation that prevents them from using their new term to make money. Speaking of money, our last story is a rare one. The founder of Patagonia, 83-year-old Yvonne Chouinard, announced that he has transferred his $3 billion worth of ownership to a specially designed trust and to a nonprofit organization, with the goal that the company donates all of its profits to be used to combat climate change and protect underdeveloped land worldwide. The profits will amount to about $100 million a year going forward towards planet-saving causes. Patagonia will still technically operate as a private company, but the profits, which would normally go to the owner, have essentially been relinquished. Don't worry though, they're gonna be okay, financially speaking. The most surprising part of this might be that there was no tax benefit to doing this, and the owner's family had to actually pay taxes to give their money to the newly organized trust. A billionaire who pays more taxes than he absolutely needs to? Legitimately groundbreaking. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free, spelled like friends without the R, Best Fiends. And one more quick thing before I go, if you're into this show, I am so excited to announce that we just launched our brand new subscription feature. It's called Extra Extra, and that is where I will be deep diving into topics that are either too complex or underreported to be covered here. There will be two new longer episodes every month for $4.99, around a half hour, and you will also get access to our private Geneva channel to talk about these scandalous and unique stories with people who are just as interested in them as you are. You can find Extra Extra on Apple Podcasts or Spotify in the morning announcements feed. And right now you can sign up for a free trial to try it out. I am so excited to hear your feedback and what you want me to investigate next. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.